John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, this is Ed Peterson. And this is John Kiltica. John, it's the High Gain Podcast. It is the High Gain Podcast, Ed. We are in beautiful West Seattle. Sunny today. It's pretty nice out. I walked up. I got a Thermals t-shirt on. West Seattle, the High Gain. Did I miss anything? What? No. What are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about guitars today, Ed. Yeah. And... Maybe we're going to talk about a little bit of a disagreement. Okay. A butting of the heads. Is this going to be John and Ed? Never. Okay. Okay. I'm just warning people. It's a contentious episode. It is a contentious episode. This guitar, John, looks very, very cool. Black on black. That's our jam. Black headstock, black body, black pickguard. Yeah. Yeah, I dig it. Beverages. Beverages, Ed. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who that is. Oh, that's Everybody Plays the Fool. Yeah. From our good friends, The Main Ingredient (laughs) from 1972. (laughs) I was listening back at another episode and you played um, (laughs) the Bay City Rollers. And there's just bands that are kind of blind spots. 
Man, how would you call out the fucking main ingredient? Do they have multiple hits? I have no idea. I'd like to think everything they ever did was a hit. Probably. But maybe the man thinks that was their only hit. Oh, I see. You know, if you look at charts. Right. They had multiple members throughout the years. Sure. I didn't recognize any of the members except... Yeah. Cuba Gooding Sr. No kidding. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Cuba Gooding Jr.'s dad was in the main ingredient. Wow, that's awesome. Hell yeah. Now I'm into this band. Yeah, New York City Cats. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, man, it's okay. We all get used, abused, and made the fool sometimes. Sure. It's all right. Listen to this. There you go. Have you combined your juicing protocol with your fizzy thing? Sort of. I didn't use the juicer at all. I have (laughs) a soda stream. Yeah. So I made some fizzy water, Uh and I put it in a fizzy water bottle. Right. And then I went out into the garden, and I grabbed a bunch of raspberries. I brought the raspberries inside. Yes. Got a little mortar and pestle thing. Yeah. And ground the raspberries up. It looks like a raspberry beverage. Yeah, and you know what? I was also noticing that your color game is pretty strong. Exactly. There is a lot of particulate matter in it. Raspberry bits. Yep, that's 100% correct. Yeah. And I got a coffee. I've got something a little confusing here today, Ed. Yeah? Monica has again stepped up to the plate to help me with my beverage game. Okay. The brand name of this beverage is Poppy. P-O-P-P-I. Mm-hmm. It is a strawberry lemon prebiotic soda. Prebiotic. Which makes me think right off the bat, what is the difference between pre mm-hmm. and probiotic? I have no idea. I don't either. So there's a question. Okay. And then it says pop, comma, cultured. Be gut happy, be gut healthy. It may not be big corn in the sense that there may not be any big corn in it. Big biotic. Sure. But it just has that vibe like this is the man and his tendrils marketing the hipster culture. Urban Outfitters is selling like leftist propaganda t-shirts and stuff. And then it's owned by one of Trump's biggest donors. Yeah. You know, that kind of bullshit. It's like when the big beverages, like Coke and right. Pepsi, were all like, ooh, we need to get into water. Exactly. Have you noticed the thing going on? People talking about how they aren't bathing? Not taking a shower? Yeah. And I'm getting this vibe that what it's going to turn into is this thing of like, oh, you shower every day. That's very wasteful. That is not a thing you should be doing because it's hurting the planet. We're all going to be rubbing those fucking rocks under our arms. Right. The B.O. rock. Right. Exactly. Meanwhile, some fucking dude at Nestle who's buying all the water rights and Uh selling bottled water is funneling money to pay actors to say they don't take showers and like put the responsibility on John. And John, let me tell you, I want you showering every day before I come over here. Oh, are you kidding me? This basement is a little warm. and This basement is a little close. Right. Anyway, Ed. Yeah. I have coffee too. Oh, great. Along with my poppy prebiotic. Could you do any sort of initial investigation of that prebiotic? Is it owned by Coke? It is owned by Poppy. company's name is Poppy out of Dallas, Texas. And here's a first. There's a little icon on the outside of the can here. Ed. Mm-hmm. Dotted lines and a pair of scissors. This is a shrink-wrapped paper 
composite label oh. they encourage you to cut that off before you throw the can in the recycling ah that's great immunity sidekick i'm on their website right now our story are you ready yeah everybody else was pro we decided to be pre from texas husband and wife team allison and steven ah. were experimenting in their kitchen bottled it up and sold it at their local farmer's market in Dallas, selling out each weekend. Oh, a Shark Tank investment. The TV show. Oh. Oh. I apologize. I apologize to Allison and Steven. Yes. I think everyone should go out and buy some poppy, as long as Allison and Steven can give us assurances that they are not donors to the Donald Trump campaign. 2024. I'm not drinking me any Trump. Prebiotic Trump water? No. No thanks. Hard pass. Hard pass. This guitar is pretty sick looking. This is called a Ronnie Scott guitar. Okay. Ronnie Scott turns out was a jazz cat who owned a jazz nightclub in London in the 50s. I think because this is reminiscent of a jazz master, that's uh, where that comes from. Yep. It is made by TMG. You've described it already, all black. Yep. Two PAF humbuckers, tone volume, pickup selector switch Bigsby. Love it. TMG Guitar Company. Don't know anything about them. Well, it's fairly recent, Ed. Okay. Let's talk about how this comes into being. There are two guys. Is this the conflict we're going to be talking about? Two guys? Okay. I love these stories. I love it when a couple of dudes just start button heads. I love these. Okay, I'm ready. I'm buckled up. I'm ready to go. So we got one guy. His name's Jonathan. Okay. Jonathan Brosnan. Do we have a clear antagonist, protagonist sort of scenario here? Yeah. Let's say Jonathan is protagonist. And then this guy who seems to go by multiple names Mm. that's usually a good sign when someone has aka's that's usually good they're usually up to a lot of good stuff you know antonio taylor okay tony yeah tony let's call him the antagonist for the sake of our story simplifying a story we don't deal in black and whites generally speaking right And we should say that there are tons of opinions out there on all kinds of social web channel places Mm -hmm. if you want to hear people spouting off about shit. But I'm going to try to stick to the broad strokes. Okay. In 2013, Ed, Mm -hmm. you see it's not that long ago, our protagonist, Jonathan Brosnan, is running, owning a place called the Rogue Guitar Shop. Okay. In Albany, Oregon. Have you ever been down there? Probably not. Let me just say probably not. So he's got a shop in Albany, Oregon. Okay. Very successful shop. He carries lots of higher-end brands and does a lot of boutique business, among other things. Cool. So it would be only natural that some other boutique builder would approach him and say, Hey, we see you do a lot of this kind of business. How would you like to carry TMG guitars? Our man Jonathan plays a couple. Yeah, okay. I think we could start out with a couple few of those. Why don't I just go ahead and order four of them? This was in 2013, kind of early in the year. Okay. He orders them. He gets a couple of them. He likes them. Okay, great. And business continues that way for a little while, a couple few months. Order guitars, sell guitars. This seems like it's working out. Yep. Great. Until a band from Canada comes in and says, we would like to order four, one for everybody in the band. 
great. All right. So our guy John calls up our antagonist, Antonio. Yeah. So far, this thing is like awesome. Sounds like everything's working the way it should. Yeah. Hey, Tony, I'd like to order four more of these guitars for these dudes. Great. Okay. Yeah, great. Let's do that. So John takes the money. These are like $3,000 each. Mm-hmm. 12 grand. Mm-hmm. He takes the money from the band, says to Antonio, let me know when they're ready to ship and we'll work out the payment, the whole deal. Eventually, Antonio says, they're done. What do you want me to do? Charge your credit card? You want to write me a check? Whatever. And John's like, charge my card. That's cool. Yeah. And so he does. Mm-hmm. And then the guitars never show up. Very cool. Yeah. So John starts calling Antonio. Hey, you know, what's up with the guitars? Oh, we're just finishing them up. You should see me in a week or so. Okay. And this goes on for multiple weeks until he calls him and says, what the fuck's going on, dude? Yeah. Something's going on. Yeah. Antonio, in a bold move, admits that the guitars had never even been started. Cool. Those four guitars that I took you 12 grand for? Right. They don't exist. Owning up to it. And he starts listing a series of kind of extenuating circumstances. Like, my dog ate them. My family's kind of in shambles. Uh, Moving to the U.S. was expensive. He's a Brit. Whatever he could think to say. Sure. He said in such a way... That Jonathan was predisposed to give him some slack. Great. All right, well, let's work on getting these guitars happening. Jonathan sounds like a great guy. Stand-up guy. Me personally editorializing. Okay. I think that's all our man Antonio needed to assure himself that maybe Jonathan was a pushover. Mm. Because he starts saying to Jonathan, would you like to invest in TMG guitars? TMG, by the way, stands for Taylor McGrath. There was another guy, McGrath, also a Brit slash Australian. He kind of left the picture early. The company existed before we started the story. Yes. How long had TMG been around pre-2013? Oh, Do you I know? think like a year maybe. They were fairly new. Okay. So he's saying, hey, Jonathan, you're such a nice guy. Right. Would you like to invest in my guitar company? Okay. And Jonathan says, no. Would you like to give me the guitars you owe me? Right. <laughs> Right. I think he has invested $12,000 in that company. Yeah, guess what? Yeah. (laughs) Antonio vows to do the right thing. Okay. But he keeps bothering him. How about you loan me some money? I already loaned you $12,000. Right. Eventually, they strike kind of a tentative verbal agreement. Okay. That sees our man Jonathan owning 33% of the company. John and Ed are clearly not businessmen. That is a well-established thing. The business world is not where we run around. No. But owning 33% means you suddenly now own 33% of whatever shady fucking shit that dude did that you don't even know about. Let me read some tea leaves here and see where the story's going. Exactly right. (laughs) Jonathan goes down to Los Angeles. He wants to see what's going on with this shop. Okay. It looks pretty above board. There are dudes making guitars. It exists as a venture. Okay, so he has a shop. So he goes down there and Antonio spews some more bullshit. Okay. Makes Jonathan feel better. Why don't you come up to Oregon? We'll talk some more business and I'll show you around Rogue Guitar Shop and all of that. And Antonio keeps putting him off. Eventually, he says, if you don't come up to Oregon, this is over. Antonio flies up to Oregon, whereupon admits to more shady shit. (laughs) Hey, can I have some more money? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's about Jonathan feeling like, well, you know, I could get into a guitar company. 
I haven't heard anything yet that I don't think I could use good business sense to dig out of. I can't second guess his thinking. Right. But Antonio is admitting a bunch of stuff. What does that mean? He starts off by saying, well, I've got back orders. There are 10 guitars on back order. Three grand each, 30 grand. But Jonathan is thinking, well, you know, if we knuckle down, we can build 10 guitars and we can dig ourselves out of that hole. Yep. Is there anything else? No, no, we're good. So then (laughs) the deal is struck. Now they're working together. Under one big condition, Jonathan says, close that Los Angeles shop. We're moving this shit to Bend, Oregon. They moved the whole thing up to Oregon. I think in his mind he was thinking, if I've got eyeballs on our man Antonio, maybe I keep an eye on dude. I don't know. That's wild. Without knowing anything else, Tony is like upending from LA and going to Bend, Oregon. I do not want to live in Bend, Oregon. And I don't live in LA, you know. I'd rather live in Seattle than Bend. And I'd rather live in LA than Seattle, probably. That was the deal. So once everything is kind of plumbed in, the shop, the tools, the workers, email accounts, all that kind of stuff, our man Jonathan is going through some of these emails, and he starts finding shit. They're not back-ordered by 10 guitars. They're back-ordered by 25 guitars. Mm. That doesn't mean like, oh, they are in stages of production. Right. They had never been started. So these emails are all about people saying, where's my goddamn guitar? I paid you. Where's my guitar? When you say they're like 25 guitars behind, do you think they're taking the full amount or they're just taking like a deposit on these things and they're behind? I think maybe Antonio, best case scenario, was taking a deposit. I don't know how much the deposit was. Sure. But that's still 25 guitars that never got started. Never got started and some funds have been delivered. Yeah, and Antonio didn't bother to tell our man Jonathan about the 15 extra guitars or the money he had collected for them. Right. Is Antonio the luthier? Antonio likes people to think in this story that he was a guitar tech for people like George Michael. Oh, cool. (laughs) Apparently he doesn't really know how to build guitars much. And was he a guitar tech for George Michael? No. Oh, bummer. George Michael, R.I.P. If I had to pick a rock star out of the hat to lie and say I was a guitar tech for... Pick a dead guy? (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Sure, there's that, but it seems weird to pick George Michael. Maybe that's who I'd pick. Sure. I don't know. Okay, so there are luthiers that moved up to Bend, Oregon. I don't know. I don't know how many of the L.A. cats moved up or if our man Jonathan just found new dudes. Yeah. I do know that one of the guys he found in Oregon yeah. was like full-on luthier guy used to work for Gibson. Okay. Yeah. By the time they get to Bend, they've got guys that know what they're doing. Yeah. If I had a guy who I had some kind of weird interactions with on the business, I don't know that I would want to sign a contract to be in business with that dude. I think the exact same thing. I don't presume to think that I'm any less gullible than the next guy. Right. But- God damn, weren't there some signs there? There are people who are just very good talkers and salesmen. So this is getting like down into mid-2014 now. Okay. The internet has figured out who Jonathan is. They start calling and emailing him a whole bunch of people. Oh. Do you know who it is you're working with and where the fuck is my guitar? Great. Now Jonathan's feeling some heat. 
Okay. By this point, Ed, yeah. the backlog isn't 25. It's about 40 guitars. Cool. <laughs> you know, 120 grand. You know, this just flew under my radar. We're talking, and I just have my little iPad here, and like, TMG guitar scandal. <laughs> like, the gear page and the fretboard journal, and god <laughs> damn. Yeah. Jesus, there's a whole website called TMG Fraud. <laughs> devoted to this thing god <laughs> damn so it's getting towards the end of 2014 okay. shit is coming to a head you gotta be pretty fucked up to have someone make a web page called tmgfraud.wordpress.com and then just devote an entire web page to like your shady shit it's pedals whoa you have a pedal? I do. We did something completely different this week. Yeah. I did not even look at the pedal. Yeah. What is this pedal, Ed? This pedal is... Here, let me do this. Okay. There you go. Ooh. What kind of pedal is that, John? Is it a delay pedal? It is. This is a Maris Polymoon. Polymoon? Yeah. What do they bill it as? A supermodulated delay inspired by cascaded rack gear. Ooh. It's a mathematical dream state, John. Mathematical dream state? Yeah, it is. And I have it set where I have all the modulation effectively off. We've done a few Maris pedals on here, so it's got the standard look of all the Maris pedals where it's six knobs and then every knob has an alt function. Right. What are the knobs? We got time, feedback, mix right. on the top. Those top three are kind of your standard delay, you know, time, feedback, and mix. Right. Under that, you've got multiply, dimension, and dynamics. <laughs> What's that you're doing? I was playing with a multiply knob in the alt function. Each one of these knobs also has an alt function. Listen to that. I will hit one single solitary note. Hell yeah. The alt function sets late modulation it ranges from gentle modulation to FM to pitch effects. Hell yeah. Listen to this thing. It's so rad. Wow. Polymoon? Polymoon. Maris Polymoon. Thanks for the walk it. You're welcome. The polymoon, everybody. The polymoon. I've never pinged 
the Maris dudes, because I think I've said this maybe even on the show, those guys intimidate me because their stuff is so good and they seem so smart that they're scary. Right. I picture them in like lab coats. They are mad scientists. You're going to contaminate the space. Exactly. They pretty obviously have the big brains. Yes. And we pretty obviously do not. But maybe <laughs> right. they would find that charming, amusing, uh, <laughs> wonderfully naive. Yeah. Or maybe they would just flat out feel pity. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Okay, I will do it. Here, on the show, leave this in. I'm going to ping the Maris dudes. We'll get them on. Okay. Yeah. You know what Ed was playing earlier, viewers? Yeah. Ed was hitting us with the, who is that? It's uh, Kansas. Kansas. Wayward Son. Yeah. I'm watching some stupid show on Netflix this Fear Street movies, and that was in the soundtrack because it's set in like 1978 or whatever. That song rules. I think that's the problem with that song is that riff is so good. It's just too good. Yeah. Play it again. Let me put some of this on. Hey, did you see that thing, John? Which? You're wearing a Lawler shirt? Yes. They announced that they're not going to call their pickups blackface anymore. Yes. There's a big thing in the ether about trying to get the guitar community to be not such shitheads. Yes. Which would be super nice. Yes. I don't know necessarily that Creamy is in that thing. You and your filthy Ed mind. Yeah, exactly. Smooth. Oh, yeah. Velvety? Maybe, yeah. Late 2014. Late 2014. Antonio's making noises like he wants to go back to Los Angeles. Yes. He's trying to convince Jonathan, let's move the whole thing back down to Los Angeles. Jonathan says, not going to happen. Sure. He draws up papers. Our man Antonio, he's out. End of 2014. Oh. No involvement in the company whatsoever at all in any capacity. Oh. First things first, in 2015, Jonathan starts getting on those guitars and trying to fulfill those back orders. Step one. Step one. Yep. Get these people their instruments. Yep. Make it right. And so they continue to this day making these things. How does this thing sound? Let me turn off some of this extra stuff, and we'll talk about it. The pickups are PAF humbuckers, wound to TMG specifications. All the hardware looks super high quality. Yes, there is a Bigsby tailpiece on it. Yep. There's a Callahan bridge. Yep. That is scooped out in the back to compensate for the addition of a Bigsby. Yep. But also has holes in the plate for string through the body operation, yep. if that's a thing you're into. Rosewood fretboard in this case. There's yep. what I might call light relicking. Yeah. On this. Let's go down and see how bridgey it gets. Pretty spanky. Mm-hmm. Necky. And around 
the horn back to the middle. So now if we put that bite on it, this is the 1981 that we like so well. the uh, gallows right yes yep verb all the way up yes this gallows in the morning pedal has taken up a front spot on my board yep for when i want to dull the edges a little bit i'm looking on the web page they tend to be fender style strat telly Offset. Yes. Cool. Made in Bend, Oregon. What do you think of this thing? Bye. Deny. Whoa, good good song. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, that's cool. Top of the dome. I love it. Yeah. Uh I think it's rad. I think it looks very cool. I really like the aged hardware on black with just the super minimal relicking. Yeah. Black on black. That's my jam. Yeah, it's pretty good. There is a thing we noticed on this one, and I don't know what the deal is with that. The pull bangers are not totally aligned to the strings. Yes. It almost seems like the pickups are not centered to the neck. Yeah, exactly. Fortunately, we know enough about magnetism <laughs> to know that in this case, it's off by so little, it's not going to matter sonically. But yeah. if that's a detail you want to pay attention to for your $3,000, right? then yeah, it's valid. If I bought one of these new and it came to me like that, I would send it back. Yeah. And it's crazy, too, because it sounds like, fantastic. I think used, I'm not going to care. Right. If I were in the market for a not-strat-strat, uh-huh. Right. Yeah. These guys, they're clearly using all the best components. And looking at the page, they have some very cool checking they do. And the light relicking they do looks really sick. So it sounds like maybe you're saying for you personally, it's a deny. Yeah. What about for the peoples? If you want like a really well-made strat, you can't go to the custom shop and get a custom shop strat for three grand. Right. So viewers. Yeah. There you have it. You should go to the interweb box Yep, and look up all of this stuff. RogueGuitarShop.com. RogueGuitarShop.com. You can go to the TMG website, which is... TMGGuitarCo.com. Yeah. And if you're interested in all the minute opinions and internet-y trolly bullshit around this story, you can find out. Yeah, there's a lot. Go to Maris.us. Oh, you cannot go wrong with any of those pedals. They're fantastic. Yep. And then when you're done with all of that, yep. if your internet box hasn't melted, yep. check us out at thehighgain.com. Yeah, do it. Or you can go to our Instagram to see pictures of stuff. Yep. I'm going to say it again, John. Yeah. Leave a review on iTunes. Leave a review on iTunes. Do all that and yep. get hip. Yeah. Hey, Ed. Yeah. Have fun. You too, John. All right, then. Okay, bye. Bye.